This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The awards and accolades have been handed out at the EFL's annual celebration. With five games to go, the champagne is very much on ice for the Stags, who despite sitting in second place thanks to last weekend's results, know that anything can happen in the wonderful world of football. Coming up on the Mansfield Matters podcast this week, we reflect on last weekend's narrow 1-0 win over Cambridge and the turn of events which have put Mansfield into second place. We celebrate a quartet of success at the EFL Annual Awards and, as always, hear words of wisdom from boss David Flickcroft. They have been recognised as, as, as top performers uh, you know, in this season and... Um, it's brilliant to see. I, I was made up for them because, you know, nothing's been won or lost yet this season. But when you get uh, recognised like that and four players in the team, it tells you that you're trying to do something right. All of that and much more, including the reflections of Mel Benning, who also made it into the team of the season. I feel like my hard work's kind of paid off in a, in a sense because, obviously, obviously, being released from a club and coming here, Mantle's been... been a breath of fresh air for me and obviously I'm, I'm comfortable here now it's, it's very good you know what I mean so um, to see that hard work's paid off and I've been recognised for it, it it's a good feeling and we'll take your comments and questions in the live feed this is the show for the fans by the fans this is the Mansfield Matters Podcast Keep that belief at home on Saturday. It got a little bit edgy, and these games will. It is the business end of the season. Keep that belief, keep that energy. It's going to be five, you know, massive football matches. We will definitely get things wrong. The supporters, then, and when we get them right, supporters like like they've all seen. Five games to go. It doesn't matter how well we play. It's all about putting the points on the board. And as David Flickcroft said in the intro there, supporters in those moments of poorness and supporters in those moments of greatness. <coughs> With five games left to go, let's hope that the moments of greatness 
greatly outnumber those moments of poorness. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Thank you very much for joining us tonight on this beautiful uh, Thursday evening. And even though the sun is shining outside, there's a little bit of a chill in the air, hence why we're still sat inside with the cup of tea just to keep us warm. Alongside me, as always, we've got Nathan Edge, who is here once again with his cup of tea. And we've got Cam Felton as well, equipped with his cup of tea. And the bobble hat is back once again. How are we, boys? Very good, especially after Saturday oh. and the way things are at the moment. Feeling galvanised. Oh, he's done it, ding. Ding, ding. There's one I think we should, take, we should have uh, Flickcroft Bingo at some point with how we're going to get in there. I think, uh, to be honest, it's, it's all about representing at the moment. Well, yeah, representing. Representing. So he's coming up with more slogans for, uh, for T-shirts, isn't he? Uh, as always, this is the show for the fans, by the fans, so we want you guys at home watching on the live feed to get involved. If you're listening to the audio version of this, come and join us on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters, and we'll let you know when the next episode is at the end of the game. The I can guarantee there's one thing that it will be, and it will be at 6.30-ish. Fantastic. Let's get on with the show then tonight. Some comments already coming in so far. Uh, Victor says, welcome everyone. Let's have lots of noise on Saturday. All you fans going down to Northampton, come on you stags. Uh, Roger says, evening lads, got my ticket for Saturday. Uh, um, he's watching with a pint of Stella tonight. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. We've yeah. got tea, you've got Stella. And Pete says, good evening lads as well. Well, let's start by looking back at Saturday, Nath. It wasn't the prettiest game on the eye, but what mattered in the end was points on the board and a little bit of luck from games elsewhere as well. Put Mansfield Town in second. If I was saying that two or three weeks ago, <laughs> you'd have got out a double-barrel shot, shotgun and shot me straight in the head. Uh, it's unbelievable you know, how quick things can change. You know, it was all sat here. It was two weeks ago, actually, when we had a... That sort of podcast on, on my back garden, actually, when we did a bit of a pre-record, which doesn't usually <coughs> happen, and, uh, you know, it was... Not quite an SOS was the episode title. No, yeah, yeah, but it, it, it very nearly was, wasn't it? And that's, that's sort of what it got <coughs> to, and um, who would have thought... Uh, two games later, we'll be sat in second and and, and, and looking good. So, uh, but but you know, Saturday was one of those games where you've got to do it this time of the season. You've got to put in those uh, those shifts when when it's hard, and you've got to deal with the pressure because uh, you know Cambridge didn't come and you know they, they didn't they wasn't wearing their, their swim trunks ready for summer. You know they came to to give us a game, and and they did. I mean. I'm quite happy I was actually at England camp this weekend because I don't think I could have quite handled the nerves in the stands because I, I listened back and obviously even that was bad enough and I knew the result at that point so um, you know very nerve-wracking for, for us as fans but absolutely for them as players so for them to stand up to it which we've been quite critical of, of, of late you know in those tough games like that they haven't done it but they did Saturday and that's what we need and we need that for the last five games every car owner out there will know the frustration of having your car blocked in uh, in a car park but to be honest on Saturday I was absolutely buzzing that somebody had blocked me in because I had nowhere to go I was able to just sit in my car for for five minutes and just breathe again and just start to breathe normally because it was so so tense because Cambridge through absolutely everything including the kitchen sink and all the, the tiling at Mansfield in that sort of last four minutes which seemed like four hours didn't they Cam? Well yeah exactly and it, you could look back earlier this season and you could think we'd have probably thrown that away at the beginning of the season but the players have worked <coughs> on that and we've built up one of the best defences in the country 
and it, it's fantastic to know that we can get a, get a lead and hold on to it. We're not panicking that we're going to throw it away like we have so many times in the past. And of all the times to throw it away, now is not the time at all. Five games to go. Fair enough. It, it's still very tight, but it's it's in our own hands. It doesn't matter what everybody else does as long as we win our games. Then you've got to better what everyone else yeah. does. Yeah. And even at this stage, just match them. Because yeah. if we match them, then we stay second. It's as simple as that. It's exactly. It's and the fact and the fact that they've got to play each other a lot of the teams. And it's Tranmere have got to play Bury, MK Dons, and Lincoln. And if you look at situations elsewhere as well, Nath, you know, you don't like to use excuses as, as footballers and football fans, and we sometimes don't shy away from it. But if you look at Bury's situation at the moment yeah. with the proposed strike for the players for not being paid, rumours of unrest in that camp, and even listening to David Flickcroft's interview earlier today, it was talking about when he was Bury manager, and he was saying the same was happen- happening then, but... Yeah. He managed to protect the players from it and, and deliver. Is Ryan Lowe going to have the same about him as a manager to, to deliver? And or a Barry? Is, is it going to be the straw which broke the camel's back? Well, you, you, you look at it, and there's a, you know Flitcroft said in his in his interview that sort of one or two things can happen, and he used the word that it can either galvanise them or they can sort of carry on this slump that they've ended up in. And you know they've lost the last three games on the bounce, so you know we'll have to wait and see what happens there but regardless of what happens let's say even if they do galvanise themselves and start putting you know go down that put a fight in and, and start winning games actually we've got ourselves into the position now where actually it couldn't matter you know because as long as we do our business it genuinely doesn't matter what those other teams do because if we do what we need to do because we're, we're there now we just need to keep all of that spot and it's just like five massive games to just make sure we do that and that's the important thing isn't it just focusing on what we do and playing to our ability plenty of comments uh, coming in tonight uh, uh, five games left telling them all uh, come on you Stags got to enjoy this season unless you're a Notts County fan uh, Roger <laughs> says Stags took the ball into the corner flags to waste a bit of time but I'm all for going for the jugular a very nervy uh, last ten minutes uh, David says the thing is we're playing better away from home at the moment uh, so obviously with an away game on Saturday that bodes well uh, for us with three of the last five away from home as well which does bode well for uh, for us what's your opinions on, on that can because um, this, I, I always allude to them there are a few fans who sit behind me who always slate a certain player and, and get into him and annoy him and don't like him for whatever reason I think they're offended by his hair because they haven't got any um, but on Saturday, they tur- they turn their negativity and hatred towards Stags holding the ball up in in the corners in the last couple of minutes or so. One nil up at home, get the ball fir- as far away from your own goal as you possibly can. I was all for it. Oh, definitely. And it's that thing. It, you could very much see the resorted to the long ball, just lump it over the top, try and get anything on it, try and get it out for a corner, get it out for a throw where they could put pressure on us. And I think we just needed to keep the pressure off ourselves because if we'd got that in our half, we'd panic 100%. We'd just be kicking the ball wherever we could and it wouldn't work. And we've done it this season so many times and we've, we've paid for it. 
so like you said the, fur- the further upfield it is the less chance they're going to score if it's in their corner they're not going to get a goal from there are they well, so I don't. Strange things can I, happen. I get, I get where people say like, go for the jugular. You know, it's better, you know, to, to go and finish the game off. But actually, at this stage of the season, imagine if he did that and they went down mm. the other end and scored. Because the difference of two points, and you know, drawing, uh, you know, from drawing the game or, or winning it, at this point would absolutely be massive. So, so thing if you sort of damned if you do and damned if you don't. You if know, we'd push forward and went for the goal. And all it needs is one of our players to slip, miss time, a pass, not put enough pace on the pass. All it takes is one player just to be on the ball and like, gone. And do 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 goal. Especially when he's so nervy as well. At that Definitely. point in the game, he was nervous in the stands. Talking was... of nervy, Cam like, leaves his tea, right, before he carry on. <laughs> he leaves his tea right on the edge of the table and he's you sitting here giving the arm well. movements and everything. And I'm thinking, my washing's on that radiator. <laughs> if he smashes that mug, that's going all over my laptop, all over my washing. Yeah, so I just moved it. Carry on, sorry. I think I'll back. Yeah, I was just saying, obviously, he was nervy, nervy in the stands and, and obviously nervy on the pitch. You know, that the, the players care and that they're human. So, you know going forward and, and, and trying to attack it like you say you, you're leaving yourself more susceptible to, to making a mistake so I'm all for you know taking the ball in the corner and, and trying to waste time as much as you can because it's just start of the season then yeah I'd say go for it but at this stage of the season you've got to be conservative that's the thing if, if they have scored and we'd have thrown away the lead we'd be fourth now is it yeah we'd, we'd be two points behind then we're playing catch up, yeah. Which is an interesting point actually about the playing catch up thing because the only I try and think of live interactive polls to do with you guys uh, who are watching every single week. The only one I can think of this week, bearing in mind the position we're in, going into the final five games, given our mindset, given our the way we perform under pressure, it's a very very simple one. With five games to go, would you rather chase or be chased? Think about it, and we'll come back to it uh, later on. Get your votes in now if you're watching on the live feed. If you listen to the audio version of this, get yourself on the live feed and get involved uh, with these. Uh, comments agreeing with you, Nathan, basically saying, Sud going for the jugular, a 1-0 win yields three points, like a 2-0 win. Bang it in the corner. Most, if not all, teams do this. I'm completely agreeing with that. I'm all for um, frustrating the opposition. Uh, Victor says, I think with what's happening with Berry, we only need to win the next four games. Bold statement for me. I still think it's going to go down to the wire. I would like us to to have. It, I would love it to be over before the MK Dons game, but you just look at how tight it is. It doesn't matter sometimes what's happening off the pitch. It and it the only thing which affects it is what's happening on the pitch. And Barry is still a very good side, capable of causing some real damage and some real upsets with key players to come back into the fold. Well, they are, but they're on an awful run of form at the minute. And they're being beaten by teams that, wow, it's like a Cambridge team. Like they were resolute when they came to us, but Barry are a very strong team, and Barry is probably one of the best teams we've played this season. So they were quite good to get a draw. But what's good? Why all of a sudden then? Is it uh, down to one centre mid getting sent off last Saturday? Well, I would explain. Two def- was it two defeats or a defeat and draw? 
No, no they, lost, they, lost, they lost to Swindon and three then they defeats, lost to Cambridge. Defeats, three defeats on the bounce would explain a lot. I mean, you can look back through our records this season, can't you, when key players have been absent, been suspended and been missing. I think those players do make a difference, don't they, Nate? Yeah, and um, that could absolutely be the case. And, and when you've got that and you throw into the mist of everything else that's going off at the moment... Yeah, they, they, there's there's no wonder why they're not going to be going into games with you know the same sort of uh, threat and the same attitude as as they they had done earlier in the season. And it's almost uh, like was last last year, isn't it? This the, a toxic atmosphere yeah, builds. Absolutely, yeah. that's hundred percent what it is. You know that that's where they are right now with with a player missing, and you know, and I, I'm sure the player that got um, sent off as well was. I'm sure it was. It's uh, the guy who's in the team of the yeah, season. Yeah, well, I'm trying to remember yeah. why he was sent off, and I want to say it was. It was some, a bad tackle. Yeah, I but think. Was it? You know, I, I read something on one of their forums, and they're saying it grew from frustration. So, you know, again, is that down to their their mindset? Is that all wrong? And like I say, if they're in a toxic atmosphere, that isn't going to bode well for them for the rest of the season. Let's, so let's just hope for our our sake they're having the blip like we had last year. Let's hope we've gone for our blip now, and um, you know and still even even at that even if even if they do there's still another two teams MK Nons and Tranmere that are threatening so that's I'm glad you just said that because I'm just sitting there thinking over the last five minutes and from the outside point of view it's it's almost like we're saying oh Barry is screwed so we're in no not that's at all not at all no it's the, we've, we've got to just because Bury are in a bit of a toxic minefield and you know walking on broken glass so to speak doesn't mean that they're not going to avoid a cut. And Charmy obviously have a very tough running, but then they can also look at it and actually think, well, actually it's in our own hands because they've got Barry to play. Well, if we're saying Barry are going to go on a slump, then you'd fancy Charmy to win that one. And then they're thinking, well, well, we've got, okay, maybe they won't beat Lincoln. Who knows what will happen with that? But Lincoln could be up by then, so that might not matter. Uh, and the second thing is, uh, sorry, third thing is, obviously they've got MK Dons and they'll probably look at that and think, well, that's our opportunity to get into that top three. So. We have to take care of our own business. So I think I'm just going back to the bury point. It's like you're on about building a toxic atmosphere. You've got fans that are expecting League One football next season, but if you're not getting paid as a player, you're going to be like, "Well, what's the point?" It's like if me, you, or Nathan, or whoever went to work and your boss says, "Right, you've got to do double the hours, but for half the pay." Oh, I've worked in organisations like that, mate. I'm used to it. You're going to be like, well, sod that, I'm at. Football players are human, and you've got to think, they're not on amazing wages, but they're on more than an average person, but they're still being expected. It's still that massive amount of pressure mm-hmm. they've got on them. And if you're not being paid, you're just not going to bother, you? think you? You probably think that <laughs> like, a lot of people say, oh, the footballers, they should come together and, and get on with it, which sometimes, sometimes they do, but... You only really need two or three out of sort of your main, you know, starting players to have that attitude where they're they're miffed and they're refusing to do it, which is probably going to be the case. You've got a lot of, you know, you say a squad of sixteen, you're going to get two or three of those that are going to be at least two or three of those that are going to be upset about the situation. So, you know, you, that's two or three players that you're going to then carry on a match day. So, end of the day, it is a messy situation there. I mean, a lot of Berry fans are saying at the moment that even though. They haven't been paid the same because the funds were frozen. Now they've caught things out of the way for you know for a while. They've been unfrozen, so they will be paid on Friday. So we'll see. But end of the day, 
what probably the damage probably already done as in the toxic to- toxicity is that even a word but I like it I like um, it. that can be you know, that's <laughs> probably already there now so um, like I say uh, I, I don't want to say forget about what's happening because you know, with other teams because actually sometimes it's helped us as it done as it has recently but it's only helped us because we've done our business so that's, what, that's all we can do I think you've got to look at it in, in this way obviously as a human being I feel for Barry's players and I feel for their supporters because as players especially not being paid for the work you're doing it's, it's horrible I've been in that situation it's not nice and it leads to all sorts of negative negative ends um, com- questions coming in about them not training for the last three weeks if that's the case then obviously that's that will play a part in the way they're performing in the league um, David says off field does play a part not like us the club run well from top to bottom and that's the key thing isn't it it's it's horrible for them and it's it's not a nice situation to be in but at the same time we've been in that situation and teams have thrived upon it and teams have benefited from it isn't it nice now and I hate saying this because I feel like a horrible human being but I'm going to say it anyway because it feels good to say it in some ways isn't it nice now to be in a position where we can take advantage and we can gain from it and we can potentially benefit from it in terms of building those points easing the pressure and taking the pressure off ourselves football is a ruthless business oh it is and you think it, 10, 11, 12 years ago we were in the exact same situation went down to the conference and you've got teams such as your Chesterfields, your Notts Counties not so much Lincoln back then uh, but mainly Chesterfield and County taking the make or Stags are going bust yeah, Notts County has something like £200,000 in tax what goes but around comes around to definitely football. and it is nice to the shoes on the other foot and it is nice do you know what's even nicer the fact that with five games to go Mansfield Town have still got something to play for and we're not sitting here talking, thinking about what to say and thinking about oh well we've got to go to Northampton it's, it's the battle for 10th place people come on we've got actually got something to play for and it's this season even though it's had its, its downs and its negatives especially perhaps over the last month or so prior to last week isn't it so great Nath to well, be in this position yeah I think I said it uh, a few weeks ago and if we can't enjoy where we are now when can you enjoy following your club because when you look back at where we've been over the years like Cam just said there when we you know, went into the conference and some of the trips we had to do down there and some of the scenes going on you know in the background you know off the pitch as well we've we've been in some horrible places and at the end of the day football the way it is when you look at what's going on at the moment you've got Bolton Bury, Port Vale Notts County you've got so many clubs that are going for it and clubs will always go through it until the AFL sort it out so all we've got to think is we're not going through that we've been through that we've, we've moved on we've learned from it and things are do it, you know, being run 100% in the correct way right now so let's enjoy it let's be positive yes. and let's go into these last five games and enjoy it and give the lads a sport and let's see how far, you know, where we can go you yeah. throw a Theresa May quote in no we're strong and stable no politics on this show I was just using the quote we're strong and stable we're not 
a shaky club anymore. We've got good directors. We've I got can't a good believe, owner. I can't believe that you have brought politics upon this show. I just thought the quotes would be funny. Yeah, Make like Brexit and delay your exit. Let's delay this pro. <laughs> you know the promotion. Let's delay it. Uh, right, oh. Can we talk about something a little bit more positive and something less political? I know you just took that completely out of a positive manner. I know. Let's talk, about, all, Brexit, talk about football. Yeah. And I was dragging the whole world down. <laughs> oh dear. I just wanted to use the quote. <sighs> thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Shocking. There's something, been some great news this week, though, Nath. The fact that it's been the EFL's annual awards. Obviously, four stakes players in the uh, League Two team of the season, but one of them in the overall team of the season, the Chief. Yeah. What yeah. an achievement. Massively deserved, you know. It's, it's just been such a solid figure for us. You know, at the back, is is sort of ran through brick walls for us. I, I I remember a game I think it was last season when he clearly wasn't well and he had to run off the pitch a couple of times but to the toilet but that's the sort of player he is he wants to be on the pitch and he wants to do his best for Mansfield Town <coughs> but, um, Flitcroft said in, in his interview that he's one of those players that's been through a lot in his career and it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's amazing to see somebody who really does deserve it um, you know, get sort of the recognition like that. So you know, you know, well done to him, and well done to the other three who made it into the League Two uh, EFL team of the season as well. He's arguably been one of the best players this season, probably in the best form of his career right now, isn't he? Oh, definitely. And you think he's another one of these players that Adam Murray brought in, and everyone's sitting around thinking, "Why have we signed another conference player?" From Torquay, I was like, "Why are we signing someone from Torquay?" Exactly. We need some league experience. This is now we know yeah. why. Now we know why, and he, he's by far been one of the best signings that I've ever seen Stags made. Just from the progression of being fair enough, he's been pretty much in the first team ever since he's come in. But he's not the same player that he was when he came in at all. No, I don't think he's the same player as he was even as far back as last season, Nate. No, he's, he's, he's come on and, then, and he was consistent last <coughs> season as well. So to, all, to to even improve on that just shows sort of what work's been put into him from the coaching staff and what work he's put in himself. So, uh, <coughs> you know, well done to him. And uh, just on that point there, you're saying about Adam Murray, um, was it three of those players, all Adam Murray's players as well? Yeah. Let's get back in on at least Mor- as a scout. I mean... Murray, well, Murray's like, director of football. Let's have, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Should, we get, should we get rid of you know, Greg, Greg, whatever his name some, is, Greg Abbott, and get Murray <laughs> in that role? Some people say Murray might not have been there tactic- tactically, but obviously uh, he's shown that he can spot a player. So uh, CJ, Mal, Chief. Yeah. What quality crack, players crackers I'm starting a campaign bring back Moors bring back Moors hashtag bring back Moors yeah director <laughs> of football get to him in to be fair tweet him in a minute to be fair football manager every single time anyway uh, obviously uh, accompanying those four players down to the EFL uh, awards was the manager David Flickcroft let's hear from him we all know he's a passionate and proud man so no doubt there'll be some analogies in here and some uh, some touching moments from the Stags boss David Flickcroft as he reflects on Mansfield Town's quartet of class receiving the awards at the EFL annual awards due on Sunday I do believe yep. yeah. here he is well, it probably coincides with the week we'd had and, and the stories that the lads spoke about and the um, and one thing with, with Pierce's stories there's been a lot of struggle and there's been a lot of um Arctic, you know, and, and he's he's had a tough career, but one of just fight and keep fighting and, and keep 
keep driving and keep you know going for your dreams and and that's what Pierce's was about you know the, the what what he the way his family supported him and he supported them and, and through the hard times and just to see him on stage and get that recognition it's brilliant for a football story you know and uh, seeing seeing the players up there um, representing for us you know uh, PSC, CJ, Mal, and Ty Walker uh, filming with Men's Pride, and you know I took me and Futch went down. Uh, you know you work with these guys all year, and um, they have been recognised as, as as top performers. Uh, you know in this season, and um, it's brilliant to see. I, I was I was made up for them um, because you know nothing's been won or lost yet this season. Um, but when you get uh, recognised like that and four players in the team, it tells you that you're trying to do something right. It, it, I, I come in here and, and spoke about wanting to improve players, spoke about the grass and the training pitch. And, and you know, we've had a lot of conversations over that over the last 12, 14 months about getting on the grass. And, and that's why I was probably so excited to, to come here and and. I know we're not in the training ground, you know, but we we we're trying to get that ready for next season. Um, it was it was the key driver in me coming, you know, to get out on a training pitch with Futch and the staff to to work with our players, and you know, we've had that recognition and and really proud of of, of our players and the club on on Sunday night. Stags boss David Flickcroft there speaking to you. I follow Stags talking about his pride uh, of uh, the four Stags players and of course Christian Pierce getting in the uh, EFL's uh, team of the season. Great stuff to hear from him there. And he talked about the pride and stuff. It, it so good, isn't it, to have a manager who isn't just going along to you know be there to receive the accolades and to to receive the plaudits, but you can genuinely tell if you look at the way that so many players have improved that a lot of it is down to the work he puts in on a one-to-one basis and that is the difference isn't it between success and failure ultimately yeah I mean if you um, you think to our last manager for example imagine if he was going along and doing that that interview would have been about how he's helped that I'm great I've got all these players and I've got them in the team of the season I can't believe it yep spent saying about spending it's like in the room mate it's like in the room (laughs) God, I miss that. Uh, <laughs> you have, I don't. <laughs> I definitely haven't. No. Carry on, sorry. But no, you know, it's so it's a breath of, breath of fresh air in that sense. But you know, he's not he's not boosting his own ego sort of thing. But that's certainly not happening. He's talking about the players and what they've gone through as people. He doesn't necessarily talk to them about just about as players. He talks about them as people. Um, so you've got that aspect of it but like you say it's what also on the pitch you see the progression in a lot of players like I said there Chief you didn't think you'd get you know he's great last season but he's probably even better that this season so you wouldn't have expected that CJ another example there's a lot of players there that he's got the, the best out of through hard work and working one to one with them and I just think that is only going to improve again you know having another summer another pre-season next year working with players and I think that you know, it's only going to get better I think a lot of people didn't they Cam when they saw if you think back to the end of last season Flickcroft was still I think it was only the, the minority who could sort of see the, the vision it, it was, there was still very much a, a, a toxicity I'm going to use that word a toxicity about it I'm making it a word uh, about the whole situation they did that video where he you know, got CJ into the office, spoke through the pre-season fl- plans, gave away the friendlies, away the friendlies and things like that. But um, 
that openness from the manager and you could see the way he interacted with the players and some people said it was a little bit fake but the fact he allowed the cameras in there and you could see the way he worked with them you could sort of get a sense then couldn't you that it wasn't just a right cheers lads uh, you're back in on this day uh, we'll, we'll see you then you could see almost the cogs ticking and, and thinking about that, that future oh definitely and I think a massive thing for me is the fact that Tyler Walker came to Portugal with us and it was I can't remember who said it I think it was, it was Dave, Dave, it was Dave, Dave that Dave said, said it, it. <laughs> on about uh, football, uh, teams wanting players to stay with them during the pre-season not go out on loan blah 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 and the fact that Tyler wanted to come out into pre-season with us and go out to Portugal and be part of the team for the entire season I think just shows the players mentality and the attitude that they've got and um, and even though they were injured, David Murphy was still out there, Danny Rose still out there. Even though you got all this speculation of Danny Rose flying around, he was still in the squad. He was still with the team, he was still went to Portugal. And you'd have players in the past who'd be like, Oh, I don't care, I'm not going pre season, I'm injured, I'll sit at home, I'll go to the gym, I'll do some work. But they've still put the time and the effort in this season and, and the players' attitude and mentality has been much better and that toxicity isn't there. And it, it was building at the beginning of the season. It's like, oh, we draw too much, we throw too many leads away. But what is there now other than, oh, my pie's too expensive or I don't like my cup of tea? It, it's not on the team. You, you don't... You'll occasionally see a negative comment, but fans will be fans and Mansfield will be Mansfield forever. But as a whole, that toxicity isn't there. And oh, it's. Worse now, yeah. We're going to have to stop saying it now. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Is it even a word? I don't know. I'm going to first thing when this podcast is done, I'm going to Google it, to be honest. <laughs> but it's like the whole, the whole team's galvanised, the whole town is galvanised. And. It's great that everyone's bought into what Dave's done and it all started from um, something like getting the cameras in, showing what goes off behind those closed doors that would be, at most clubs, so, so private what goes off behind the manager's door. It's that honesty, isn't it? And I'll come to that in a second. I just want to go to this comment from Carl before I lose it. Uh, it's all down to the owners, uh, board and directors running the club the right way. I've said it before, Mansfield and Lincoln are getting it right together at the same time. John and Carolyn Radford should be congratulated for their efforts, just as, Clive, as, just as Clive Nates at Lincoln should. All of them have put their money where their mouth is, invested wisely and chosen managerial posts carefully and successfully. Involving the community is also key. It's not done yet for any of us, but hopefully we'll be locking hordes again next season, chaps, in League One. Uh, would you like us to do you a favour uh, against Tranmere, by the way? Um, yeah. To be fair, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, if you know, if we win Saturday and, Link and Lincoln lose, if Tranmere then could do us a favour and beat Lincoln, we could be on for the title. So oh, you know, exactly. you know I mean? yeah, definitely not going to slip up. Is that, that just dreaming a little bit? I think someone's getting a little bit carried away far. there. It's <sighs> almost as bad as when you want to stick Sweeney up front and stick Rose at the back. Like, yeah, I've never said that. That, that was a valid. Point. I, I've never <laughs> said 
play Sweeney up front and then play Rose at the back never said that I've got proof in I've the messages proof. to be honest so uh, not having that oh, right, I told you I was going to call you out didn't I I, I, might, have, I might have said <laughs> that but not in the same team I've always uh, said this Daniel Rose is our best defender correct uh, Peter says hope you get your sponsorship money back from a Jose lads uh, worst investment <laughs> since taking out shears on the Titanic <laughs> <laughs> um, well very true sometimes you just get that sinking feeling don't you yeah. oh, there's always one isn't there always one I want to punch him I really do uh, I was talking before yeah, nice, uh, I know oh god no stop it oh, stop it oh, I'm trying to think one of my own now and it's just it's, it's not oh, it's like I'm clicking onto that door anyway um, moving on um, but I was talking there about before about honesty and the, the, the truth behind uh, success and I think a big part of that going back to Saturday's game I think you've got to actually applaud Ben Turner who's obviously been now ruled out for a couple of weeks came off at half time probably could have played on if he wanted to but he's held his hands up and said I don't want to let the team down here and having players like that within your dressing room who can hold their hands up and either say either I'm having a bad game or I'm carrying a knock and I don't want it to affect us that honesty that integrity is vital exactly and Turner's an absolute unit he's absolutely massive and if you've got a player like that that you'd be able to bring off the bench when he's in, uh, not injured obviously and you're winning 1-0 2-1 it, it's, it's a one goal game what, what a, a better player to bring on if you need someone and we need players that are going to put that commitment in even if they're not starting and just being honest it's like oh I'm not feeling too great I'll come on in second half whatever and we've bought players in that are, are going to do a, a job for us aren't just going to sit in and take a paycheck so it, it's great and the fact that we're attracting players from higher divisions it's Ben Turner to me he's one of the players I'm actually really looking forward to seeing next season because I just think it's been a he's been thrown in this year uh, on, the, on the back of, of injuries that he had at, that he had at Burton uh, so when you're playing the, when you're coming into a new team and we've not really seen what he's capable of he's getting judged on those appearances that he's making and he, you know, the first game he got thrown into was not to carry away when the whole team was terrible prime so, example of, of, of that of being thrown in on derby day and being either a hero or a villain Brian Jensen hero because he had a storming game against Nuts County and was a good keeper for us but if he'd have had an absolute shock of that game he'd be yeah. a villain yeah. same as Turner he had, he had a really shaky start if he'd have started well he'd have won, won, every, header. won every header and then gone and scored one at the other yeah. end he'd have been an absolute ledge he was getting thrown into that not match fit you know he'd not played uh, many games because of his injury so, and, and it was like I said a new team and, and, and a very high pressured game so you know, we've, we've judged him on, on several games where we've probably not really seen the Ben Turner because no player, you know, when those performances would be playing at the levels that he has been doing. So for me, I, I'm, I'm actually, I've been quite critical of him, but I think the more I thought about it, the more I've considered everything, in, you know, in context, actually, I think he will be a big player for us. But he just needs time with the squad and the team. With you being critical, I suppose, it, you are literally judging him on what you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to sometimes. And and for a, that thing, when you sign players from a division above, how many fans are going to honestly say, hold their hands up and say, I've watched that team week in, week out? Correct. It's not going to happen. So you're not going to know what sort of player they are. And especially the fact that 
he's been injured he was injured before he came to us yeah you know he trained like once before that Notts County game as well yeah exactly which it's is hard. Something, something else yeah exactly so it's really harsh to judge him on those games like, so, yeah. and I, I think he's even I'm sure I remember an interview with him where he even said that he was below his standards but so like you said on Saturday he's clearly one of those players that's honest about himself and his performance and I think that absolutely goes to show that he's doing the right things for the team because actually he was st- he's starting to play you know, play pretty well and he could have stayed on the pitch on Saturday because he p- could have been thinking you know I'm, I'm doing alright now I'm settling in but obviously he felt a, he felt a twinge to his calf and he made the right decision to you know to to step out and, and let Sweeney come on and, and that's the thing if, if big decision if they if he'd have stayed on and Cambridge had clicked on right he's, he's a bit sluggish he's, he's injured with the players that they've got such as Reggie Lamb who's lightning quick they could have exploited that so easily well the we big number nine who came on for the last 20 minutes or so he exactly he and rapid that really could have been a different game if they'd have exploited it and it's like very much the same as what happened at, at, against Crew. Christian Pierce messes slightly up they go upfield and score they're just exploiting little mistakes or little niggles or whatever and very much like the game we could very much be sat here thinking alright we've got to win our next games otherwise we're, we're done because we'd be chasing again and we, we don't get as a Mansfield fan you don't get to sit up there like oh it's quite nice looking down on everyone the minute Mansfield Town start doing that <laughs> and looking down on everyone is the minute I throw my shirt back and cut my season ticket because that level of arrogance I never want to see at uh, a club because I don't think we're an arrogant <laughs> we haven't earned to be arrogant no we are not arrogant <laughs> but what I mean is like it's nice to not be like chasing someone we're the ones being chased so I think we know keep moving on that pole yeah chase or be chased I think we know uh, it's more what I was meaning it's like it's nice to be sat up up the top looking down like I'm so glad I'm not battling it out in all that yeah keep those uh, votes coming in and we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit towards the back end of the show um, we mentioned niggles knocks and things like that as well David Flickcross has been talking a little bit more about that this week uh, early today in fact let's hear from him once again uh, as he spoke to I follow Stags early today let's get the thoughts of Stags boss David Flickcroft I think it's always been in our own hands you know from the start of the season um, the support I've had off the chairman Carolyn the board the support we've had from the stadium at home and away has been phenomenal. The numbers we got at Port Vale, the numbers we got at Notts County, you know, we've the backing that I've received and the staff and, and the players has been has been promotion form. You know, on the pitch, off the pitch, uh, we're all trying to drive for the same thing. There's a unity, uh, Mansfield Town that I recognise and I feel, and. Um, and, and right through the club, whether that's the pathway to uh, the first team from from the academy, the academy staff have supported us unbelievably, um, you know. And it, it's it's something that it's the people here that we're trying to do this for, Steve. Or you know, it's you get to know them. The longer you spend at Mansfield Town, you understand uh, people like you know Mark Hawkins and what he's put in and the passion he's got for our academy. Uh, how he's kept building it and kept it uh, alive when people ignored it. But you know, now you start seeing a Jimmy Knowles represent and an Alistair Smith and a Jordan uh, Jordan Graham. You know, it's 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 brilliant. So 
Um, yeah, the, the, the momentum built and we've got to keep building that and keep driving that um, and keep believing in that. The long-term injuries are long-term injuries. It's just making sure now that in your training load and your, and your training um, program that we don't get, you know, any anything that that turns into something bigger than uh, a couple of days off training that you're managing. I mean, listen, we, we've done phenomenal this season. Uh, all credit to the staff, you know, no real muscular injuries. All our injuries have been high impact, big impact injuries, uh, no small muscular ones. So delighted with the staff and what they've what they've pulled off this season. Um, because if we had have got them types of injuries, we'd have been in, we'd have been in a real mess. You know, we'd have uh, we'd have been in a real mess because um, we've took a big hit on 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 the. Um, on the bigger injuries and long-term injuries, so if you start getting small, you know, short-term injuries as well, um, it puts you in a, it puts you in a real problem. So we've done we've done really well on that. Stags boss David Flickcroft speaking to you. I follow Stags. If you want to watch that in full, then of course head over to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow. Interesting comment he made, he made there, Nathan. I'm sure this will be something we reflect back on at the end of the season anyway. But worthwhile mentioning it talks about the amount of injuries there and the fact that the majority of them are high impact injuries picked up through playing or through training um, and then credits the medical staff they've played a huge part in where we are at the minute Danny Rose we didn't think we'd probably get back until you know the last couple of games of the season he played I think 60 odd minutes in the reserves yep. yesterday um, he, he obviously came off the bench and for me I felt he actually had a, a positive impact on Cambridge. He looked, he was flagging towards the end, but I actually felt he had a positive impact. His run for the goal drew two defenders away and left a gap for Tyler Walker to expose. Um, having him back a couple of weeks early, positive for us. You know, you've got the other players in there who they've got back at quicker than expected you McDonald's etc etc nurse Bish through a a season and we'll no doubt nurse him through this period where he's carrying a little bit of a niggle got Ben Turner back to fitness that sort of thing they've played a key part in being able to have as many weapons in our armoury as we can yeah and we've needed them because like uh, Flickoff said in his interview there we have had a few long-term injuries with with key players Aleshnik and and White you know the two main ones that stick out really so um, to make sure we don't pick up these <clears throat> silly ones by making sure you you warm up correctly, cool down correctly, you you you, you get the right recovery in there. They're, they're all massively important. So to get that right, and like you said there, Bishop, for example, we've had I, I, I think I from memory I can remember three sort of different situations, scenario, different occasions throughout the the season where. You happy with that word? Whatever. Three different occasions throughout the the season where Flickoff said, "Oh, you know, he's, he's had a slight slight twinge on his hamstring." But it's, and I've always been thinking, "Oh God, is he going to be out for a few weeks?" But every time he's been back on the the team sheet the following Saturday, so saw the ice baths. Yeah, but but that's that's <laughs> what they've got to get that right. So especially when we've had so many players miss, you know, missing from long term injuries, and especially when we've got a relatively small squad, so. You know, credit to them, and to be fair, they've been doing that for quite a few years now. They've, they've got it right in that sense with with injuries and, and <clears> fitness wise. So, uh, you know, well done to them. Preparation is sort of nine tenths of the battle, really. Get your preparation right, and everything else will, will follow. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Dave, 
book of galvanised quotes page one chapter one <laughs> uh, <laughs> questions coming in uh, on the comments as always if you want to have your say and your team do get involved down there in the comments uh, let us uh, get a question in if you listen to the audio version of this podcast join us on the live feed every week uh, we'll let you know the next date for the next one at the end of the show uh, talking earlier um Roger, I was making, I made a tongue-in-cheek joke about Lincoln, didn't I? Uh, Roger says, can't see Lincoln slipping up. I'd settle for second or third spot uh, now, as I think 99.9% of Stags fans would. I think 100% of Stags fans would settle for where we are now and the season's be over and done with now. Yeah. Uh, I certainly would. Um, Peter says, what do you see us getting realistically points-wise out of 15 available? I reckon 13, win four and a draw at MK to send us both up automatically. Um, let's go with that one first. My dad asked me this question earlier on. Um, I'm going to be greedy and say 15 from 15, but I'm realistic <laughs> enough to say um, that that's not going to happen. To be honest, I don't think for me, and slag me off as much as you want or whatever, but for me, it's not about looking at how many points we can get now or how many points would do this or would do that. It's about, at the very least, at the very bare minimum, equaling what the teams around us do because if we equal what the teams around us do we stay second we go up and that's all I care about what about you? exactly yeah I'll say you always say it's not great when you start looking at other teams results like what are they doing what are they doing it's like you sat at the match it's like oh what are Lincoln doing what are MK Don's doing so what when it's this tight it's just natural yeah because I'll say I know I quite follow it quite a lot and it's more out of the fact of well we need, we need to match or better each other, their results otherwise right now we just need to match yeah that's all we need to do yeah exactly and we're fortunate enough we've got a little bit more of a gap to Tranmere which is what is it four points I think it's four points to Tranmere and only one from MK Dons two from Bury maybe let's get the uh, table up it's we'll get the very table very, up. very but, it, but we, you, we always say you've got to focus on your own results but you, when it's so tight you've got to look over your shoulder you've got to look around you what everybody else is no, doing see I think we, we, we're not going to win all, all five I think we might end up with ten points but that could that could be enough because like we said we've got teams around us I've still got to play each other obviously we've still got MK Dons but some other teams have still got like we said earlier Chambers still got Berry and MK <coughs> Dons to play so someone's got to drop points there and so, Lincoln as well to play yeah yeah I mean I'm discounting them as in they don't affect us now apart no. from what they do against those teams around us so you know in, in that sense you know I think we probably might you know I'm, I'm preparing myself not to that we might slip up with some games because it's just how it is you know, and with Mansfield season. we're not perfect no exactly yeah. so you know, as, we, as Dave said uh, you know supporters when we we are going to get things wrong we're human beings yeah. I will get things wrong but supporters in those moments and supporters in the glory moments yeah, because exactly. it all will all balance itself out uh, you asked about the table obviously Lincoln top on 83 uh, Stags in second uh, with uh, plus 27 goal difference on 72 uh, MK Don's behind us in third with plus 23 goal difference 
Um, again, 72 points. Uh, Berry then in the top playoff spot in fourth, 71 points, so a point behind us with a plus 24 goal difference. And then uh, Tranmere in fifth, 68 points, plus 15 goal difference. Forest Green uh, below them in sixth, 64 points, plus 18 goal difference. Exeter currently occupy <coughs> excuse me the bottom playoff spot with 62 points plus 10 goal difference just outside there Carlisle on 61 points Colchester on 60 points Swindon 59 and Oldham on 57 and Stevenage Newport also on 57 so I'd probably say there it's and it's it's Saturday we can 10th upwards isn't it Saturday we can confirm playoff then if, if my maths is right don't ask me to maths on the spot I'm waiting for his joke well with 10 points 11 <clears throat> points clear of Carlisle Carlisle and then after there's 12 points to There'd play 12 after. points to play after Saturday so yeah. if you know it depends on what the results are so yeah. it'd be good Friday that we could confirm yeah but results depending all bar an absolute disaster at the bare minimum we're going we're to be in the playoffs Huzzah. Well, you said it now, so if we don't, I'm fuming. Uh, Cam said it first. I'm completely blaming him if it goes wrong. But I, mean, I bet no, you said Huzzah. That's it from a season that it's been like, oh, <laughs> can't get out of my house, I live here. He said it, not you. <laughs> but I think when you've had so many seasons of so close and if this had gone this way and this had gone this way, to be nice and sat up there and be like, playoffs are going to be a bare minimum now is great. Touch wood. Touch wood. Cross fingers. Lucky horseshoes, lucky rabbit's feet and all of that. Um, I think the thing you've got to look at there, though, in, in terms of the league table, it's just, it's not the ifs and buts, it's just, yeah, it's tight in there. There are teams, there are teams that are, are, you know, got to play each other, but like we've, we've said numerous times tonight, it's literally just equal what the other teams do and the rest will take care of itself. Uh, let's move uh, on to some more of the uh, the questions. Um, uh, I've lost some of the comments now because I've just gone off of that. Um, uh, Paul Beastle says, uh, "Ask Martin Lewis; he'll give you a straight answer." Uh, <laughs> he'd say thirteen points. Trust me, Martin Lewis wouldn't give you a straight answer. I've asked him. Uh, uh, Victor says eighty-four points will be good. Paul says uh, Stags will finish second, and Callum says I think top three is going to finish exactly the way it is at the moment. As long as we're in it. I don't care and as yeah. long as we're in it before the final day of the season no. I don't care as long as we can't slip out on the final day of the season because yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about another positive we've spoken about um, Christian Pierce's award uh, tonight but what we've not mentioned is another man in there another man who was signed by Adam Murray no not the one you're thinking of someone who a year ago today became a knight of the realm Sir Mal Benning wasn't today was it not why it's been shared today so it was a year today it's a year to the weekend I knew what I meant it's, it's the 11th now scored on the 14th I knew what I meant so but whatever I knew what point I was getting to alright <laughs> Knight of the Rome Sir Mel Benning I'm going to ignore him for a bit yeah um, great for him to get in the uh, team of the season obviously bit of a different position from this year playing wing back and to say a year or so ago we were hoping that he wouldn't depart because he wasn't playing he's another one that seems to have come on leaps and bounds and fully deserves his place in that squad I think he's slightly underrated as well at the club as in he doesn't 
he's necessarily you know I don't think people dislike him they certainly don't but I don't think he's he's one of those players I was having this conversation with my PT in the, in the gym the other day because he's a Stags fan as well and he's one of those that you sort of probably wouldn't really realise how good he is until he's out of the team because he plays on that left side where I think it's very difficult to find good players when you when you think of who we've had and you know, over the years in that position, you know, it's bring back Kevin Sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> you know, precisely my point. It's very hard to find good quality players there. So to have Mal, who's good defensively and going forward, you know, he's he's one of the most um, loyal players in the squad at the moment. You know, he's been with us for many years, so he knows the club inside out. Um, you know, he's, he's, he comes across as a genuinely nice guy as well. So a per, you know, great person to have in the dressing room. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's well deserves and about time he sort of got a bit of re- bit of re- recognition. I don't think he's uh, he's necessarily got it over the years. So you know, well done to him. He's, he's deserved it. I have to completely agree that with that cam as well because you look at Mal's contribution over the last four seasons since he's been at the club and every single week works hard, runs hard. A lot of the movement is started by by him. You know, offensively, defensively, he's a really good player. And when he's out of the team you miss him you miss him a lot and I know sometimes we, we tend to sacrifice him late on to drop CJ a little bit back but if Mal Benning name was absent from a team sheet you the first emotion you would feel is worry fair? yeah definitely and I think it worries me more the fact that he is the only left back we have at the entire club you can't call CJ a left back. You can't call CJ a right back or a wing back or whatever else you want to play him as. He's not a defender. We're playing there when we need to play in there or we want to change his shape. But he is not a defender. So that's why we miss Benning so much because we have nobody else to cover that position that's strong in that position. We've got players that can cover like Sini, uh, Sini, Sweeney. <laughs> I'm not the only one that messed up tonight, Nate. Um, but we've got players that will cover that position, but we've got no one that will fill that position. So when you have got someone missing like that, it's more noticeable. And it's the same on the other side, yeah. playing right back, right wing back. We'd only got Hayden White, CJ can play there, it's not his strongest, but he can play there. Same with Matt Preston, he could play out on the right. But they're not his, they're not their strongest positions, and we brought Gethin in, and he's a much better wing back than he is a right back. But yet again, it is filling a place that we needed to fill because we hadn't got anybody else. Imagine this scenario where uh, I hate this scenario where it wasn't Hayden White who got a broken leg; it was Mal. I think it was the same damage. Because and you know, I think um, I think they're both key players. I, you know, if we had both Mal and White in this team for the whole season, I think we'd be another six, seven points better off, maybe more. Because I, do, I, I think White's been a big miss. So, and then if we had a Lesnick in there, I think we would be challenging Lincoln. So, um, they're two key players, and like like you said, they're like like Cam just said, we nec- we haven't necessarily got the cover for them. Um, but it'd be very difficult to get cover for them. So if you want a player at the same standard mm-hmm. as them, they're probably not going to be want to want to sit on the bench week in week out. So it's just about 
Lady Lady Luck really and just hoping that those players stay fit like you know thankfully Mel, Mel Bailey has for, for this season and that's the thing you, you look towards next season as well and all of our players that play in the back five at what well, the left hand side of the back five so uh, Ben in uh, Sweeney Chief and Preston all under contract for next season fair enough we're going to have Hayden White back but do you think it's worth maybe signing Jones on a permanent no, I think he's done an absolute brilliant job out on that right covering he has but that's a tangent that I want to avoid going down at the minute okay. uh, he's looking too far ahead to the future for one and you'll understand why um, Mal Bennett is a knight of the realm uh, he is a hero he is a fan's favourite and he is also very humble, as we'll hear now, as he reflects on receiving uh, that recognition and getting his name in that place uh, in the team of the season. Here's Mel Benning speaking to I Follow Stags early today. Yeah, it's a very special moment for me, to be fair. And obviously, the other three lads, Piercy, Tyler and CJ, it's obviously a big achievement for us to be in um, in the team of the season, especially for Mansfield as a club as well, for four players to get in there is a, a big, big achievement. I feel like my hard work's kind of paid off in a, in a sense because obviously, obviously being released from a club and coming here, Mansfield's been, been a breath of fresh air for me and I've, obviously I'm, I'm comfortable here now, it's, it's very good, you know what I mean? So um, to see that hard work's paid off and I've been recognised for it, it, it's a good feeling. It's like everyone says, to be fair, if you go back to the start of pre-season and the signings the gaffer made, um, as you can see, he's bedded them all in well, and as a team, we're just a strong, strong unit. So it's one of them now, like, it's been consistent. It's like, whether we've lost, we've had bad performances, we've kept doing the same stuff and obviously kept going. So if we keep doing that for the next five games, hopefully it'll pay off. I think it's the backing of each other. Obviously, you, you want to play on the pitch every, every game, but it's the lads that don't play, as you see saw on Saturday, the lads that didn't play, but they came on and made a huge difference. And... Um, even Mellis for example came on and um, helped out the goal so it's one of them where everyone's backing each other to do well it's like I think Maka touched on it it's, it's a good pressure to be under so it's one of them where yeah there's a lot at stake but we just got to enjoy it and hopefully um, the reward will come it'll be the best achievement of, of my footballing career if we do get promotion um, but not just for me it'll be for obviously all the years I've been here and seen how the club's progressed so it's one of them where I think the club's ready to kick on so it'll be a big achievement for everyone as you know it's, it's obviously my fourth season nearly done here now and obviously there'll be hopefully many more years to come progressing up the leagues but obviously we'll take each year as it comes I would love to see Sir Mal Benning remain at Mansfield for the remainder of his career you can watch that interview in full on mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow Stags he is arguably one of the best left backs left wing backs we've had in the past decade uh, maybe a little bit longer and he's also a genuinely nice guy to build and you can just tell from listening to that can can't you how much passion and desire he has to play for the club and it's it's, I think it's rare in modern day football because players I think we had a spell for a while where we'd, we'd have a high turnover of playing staff season upon season there'd be one year contracts and there's no chance to build but he's mentioned it in there how he's seen the club evolve from when he first walked through the door to where it is now to have Mal Benning wearing that number three shirt walking out as a league one player for Mansfield Town would be a great thing to witness and definitely I think it's another one of them signings where you, when he came in it's like league, league one player but not not really done much in his career uh, it's another one of them signings that you questioned when he came in 
and it's absolutely mad that these players that we were questioning now back then are now probably the most committed players at the club and have been here for the longest have seen managers come and go many players come and go seen many fans come and go a lot of players leave because of certain reasons a lot of fans come back because of certain reasons and just seeing the club grow and grow and grow and it, it will be great if, if uh, Mal is taken to that field in that number three shirt next season as a lead one player and he'll it, deserve it because he's by far one of the best players at the club and he's always been a good player but you could pro you can see his development from when he first came in to what he is now and it's great that we're not only developing players obviously through a youth system but we're also helping players develop their game that probably haven't had the game time in pa with past clubs well he's still pretty young himself if I'm right in thinking yeah you know so he is one really that like you could actually say we've bought as a youngster and we have developed and not as a, a young 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 youngster but relatively young and we have developed him and we get him the the rewards for it and I I love to see a squad uh, or, a, or a team with players in there that have been with us for, for years you know the, the, it's like the foundations of, of the team and like I think you see a lot of clubs that are successful you see players that have been there for a while and they've started they've, they've worked together and built something together rather than you, know, you, you never you very rarely ever see a team that's just been put together at the start of the season and go see them successfully you need those foundations in the team and him Pierce and, and, and a few others are those players for us and uh, like you said there I think he deserves it and I think the club deserve it now so that's you know like he said there I think those players that have been here for a, for a long time are going to want it just as much, you know, probably more than, than anybody else. I think that's the, the key thing as well because it's promotion and success is, is nice in itself, but to have the foundations of that grown over a period of time when you've had players who've seen low attendances, they've seen uh, bad times, they've seen the strain and the stress it, it's took to then for them players to come good for you. I think in these moments now in these last five games it comes almost full circle back to what we're talking about at the top about Barry players who I mean Mansfield 99.9999999% will never be in that position of what Barry are Touchwood and all that stuff but if they were players who have been at the club for a long time like your Mal Bennings, your CJ Hamilton's, your Christian Pierce's, and so on and so on, would be the type of players to be the difference and get you over the line because they know how much it matters to the club, to the supporters, and that's where that family route and that commitment route really comes from, and that's the spirit which David Flickcroft has tried to harness, and he's really done that with those players who've been here a long time. He's not coming like many other managers would do and gone you've been here a long time mate and I'm saying because you've been here a long time this is the reason this club's not gone anywhere off you go see you later never to be seen again they've gone actually you've been here a long time you know this club you know the values of this club and I want to build values and that's the difference exactly and I think I'm just going to throw it back to last season uh, Chesterfield away 
it's a perfect example of that and you've got a team that was low on confidence they were quite clearly riffs in the in the dressing room they were issues but it was a team that came out and played with their heart because they knew how much it meant to the fans and how much it meant to the to the management and it and just meant to, to the town as a whole and came out and fair enough it might have been only for one game and it didn't quite get us to where we needed to be but for that one game they were Mansfield they were Mansfield born and bred and came out and fought for everything just because they knew what it meant to the fans and that's exactly what you need um, we're going to end uh, tonight and then we're going to bring it uh, to a close but the final thing we're going to talk about is what we asked at the start of the show Nathan, chase or be chased? Normally, I say chase, but with five games to go, I'm going to say be chased. Cam? Be chased. 100% be chased. Uh, 33% of you said that with five, five, uh, the final five games of the season, you'd rather be, be chased, uh, uh, would rather do the chasing, sorry, and 67% of you uh, say that you want to be chased. And to be honest, with five games to go, I'm surprised that figure's not slightly higher because to be chased at this point of the season is far better because we've got nothing to lose. People have got to put the work in and put the effort in. We've got the desire and the commitment to keep that distance, to keep that barrier, to keep that carrot just far enough away from other people's being able to grab it. And that's... I think that all stems from pre-season and the graft and the work which the players committed to. Because if they'd walked in on day one and you've got Dave with all these flip charts and all these presentations and all these inspirational speeches about being galvanised and you know being sponges and learning and being the extra 10% and all of that representing. and representing and you're going in and you're looking at that and switching off then you're not going to get anywhere. But the fact they've gone into that room and gone a light bulb's gone on and they've gone actually yeah this could be the difference and it's showing now it's showing and that's why in this position for me be chased is the the, the, the right thing to do if we were in fourth at the minute and we were doing the chasing I'd be a little bit more worried about how the season's going to pan out wouldn't you? yep I 100% agree with it and I think with the most important thing is with we've been up there where we've had to be chased we've had our blip we've made it drop down but because we had enough games to you know plenty of time to get back up there we've done the chasing and we've got ourselves back into position which now means I mean I know it's only been two games but we've got a little bit of momentum and I've always said at this point of the season momentum is key and let's hope we've got that now and that's why now I think it's the right time to go in there and be the one that needs to be chased because I think we've we we certainly have enough in the squad to uh, to get us over the line now. What David Flickcroft has mentioned this week is the support of the fans and the way in which that belief never dropped on Saturday and that sort of helped carry the players a little bit there are five games left in this Skybet League 2 season of the regular season starting with a trip to Northampton on Saturday always a very popular trip for Stags fans that one no doubt will be backed by big numbers all but sold out all but sold out as you say um, sing loud back the team and remember what David Flickcroft said and I think it's very poignant that he said this this week 
that with five games to go we may well be in a good position but a lot of things can change a lot of things can affect us and we're not going to get everything right from minute one to to the very very last second there will be mistakes there will be individual errors there will be times where we're up against it but whatever you do in that time don't let the negative thoughts don't let the worry creep in because um, it's all about you know being together get to Northampton pack it out you know next uh, next Friday good Friday forget eating, eating Easter eggs you can do that afterwards get yourself to more get yourself to the one course stadium and back us against Morecambe on Monday forget sitting in your armchair watching it on Sky Sports it's cheap for a reason get a ticket and get to Oldham then get a ticket and back us at home in the final home game of the season to Stevenage and then MK Dunn's away who knows what that game could hold five games that's all we're asking support for five games because in five games time who knows what we could be sitting here talking about Cam it's it's brilliant that we're we're able to we're on the cusp of something special yeah it's brilliant that we're able to to talk like that and brilliant that we're able to to be like that but the one thing I want to do is make sure that if the players are thriving on it that every last person gives something because the players and that group will undoubtedly see that go out there and give it back by the bucket load I'll say as much as as much as we say as fans we deserve the team to play well the players deserve as fans to turn up and support we really are on the cusp of something special and depending on how results go it could be done and dusted before MK and if it is great but we've still got to be at MK we've still got to be loud we've got to have a party but we've got to get there first and even if it's you've been to a couple of games this season or it's your first time going to a game get yourself down to a club shop get yourself a ticket get yourself a ticket for Northampton Morecambe Oldham and MK and just back the team and that's all that matters and the only thing that does matter right now is Mansfield correct I love that it's, a, it, it's an alternative of Mansfield Matters I like it yeah, it's, almost like, it's, here, I I it's like he's been I can, I can vision him at home now saying <laughs> practising that in the mirror yeah. <laughs> you've got to beat that now I'm just feeling just feeling up the stags just feeling galvanised feeling galvanised well there you go um, focus as even though we've we, you know we've mentioned that support all the way through um, the focus though Nathan has to be 100 million thousand galvanising percent on and only on Northampton on Saturday not about Berry, yeah, not about Tranmere not about Lincoln but on Mansfield Town versus Northampton at uh, Northampton on Saturday yeah and you know Cam sorry Cam to bring you back down but you know, he was, he was talking there about the party at MK Dons on uh, but we've got yeah, the last game of the season. Well, absolutely. And but the thing is, I hate it to the cliche, but it's got to be one game at a time because it's every game is as important as the other. So um, you know, Northampton. It, you know, we you know, let's hope we touch wood, but not. But if we do lose on Saturday and other teams other teams pick up the points, then 
you look at it again and we could be out of the top three so that's how close it is so we have 100% like you said there got a focus of what's next and what's in front of us because we've, we've got to do the job got to do it the views there of uh, Nathan Edge also on tonight's show Cam Felton my name's Craig Priest there are five games left to go in Skybet League 2 but only one matters and that is Northampton away on Saturday the ink on the paper is not yet dry the stone is not set the story could go one way or the other back Mansfield Town 100 million percent sing loud sing proud and continue to watch this beautiful journey unfold it's great to be sat here with five games to go with something still to play for there are many other clubs out there that won't have that going into these last five games does that make it a season which is over for them no it doesn't because they will want to prove something against us strap yourselves in because it will be a very bumpy ride indeed and we'll share our thoughts share our positives negatives and try and harness that energy once again next week join us next wednesday at 6 30 ish on the show for the fans by the fans why because man still matters it certainly does i'm going to leave the last word with the man who's galvanizing us all mr david flickcroft thank you very much for watching thank you for listening see you next week this is the mansfield matters podcast stay patient keep that belief at home on Saturday it got a little bit edgy and these games will it is the business end of the season and players will make mistakes we're all human we'll make mistakes I'll get things wrong it's that unconditional support that we've had all season keep that keep that belief keep that energy because I'll say it again Cambridge piled some pressure on us for the last 10 minutes and our support it wasn't wavered it just kept driving us to keep the ball over the net it kept putting blocks on and we're going to need that now over the next five games because it's going to be five you know massive football matches and uh, like I said we will definitely get things wrong supporters then and when we get them right supporters like like the whole season the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.